We're here, y'all. We, 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 we are here. We are here. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Dim is back in the house. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yeah. I know we gotta get our little jingles on because you know right. we didn't really sing a lot last time. Yeah, we were like we were we were so angry and just you know we right. were in a kind of mood and we didn't feel like yeah. yes yeah like you know that, that Janice song <laughs> yes maybe I'll so we are back and we have a lot to talk about. Thankfully, you all have been asking us question after question after question. And so today is going to be another podcast dedicated to your topics, what you want us to I discuss. I like fan, fan topics. Fan me topics. too. It lets me feel a little closer to you. Exactly. Just mm. to be close to you, you girl. <laughs> We're black, so... <laughs> All black people can sing. That's right. Well, no, that's not. No, that's not. It was a joke, guys. That is a joke. No, and then also since three of us are vocal coaches, we for damn sure know. Not naming mm. no names, but I've definitely come across <laughs> some black people <laughs> who can't sing. Cannot sing. You, 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 and you, and you, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we can just kind of do a round table, well, round D- robin. Dear, just um, well, can we just introduce? Oh, I'm Dear. Of course, this is my voice. I'm Dear. And I am Eric, and this is my voice. This is my voice, and I'm Mike. What's up? What's up? Yes. So, Dier just revealed to me something that I did not know, and it kind of is a good uh, <sighs> lead into our first question. Yeah. Yes. And what I revealed was that um, as of today, mm-hmm. the charges for um, all of the cops, all of the remaining cops in the Freddie Gray case, um, all those charges have been dropped. Mm-hmm. What kind of fuckery are we? What? Yeah. Um, so nope nobody's responsible. I guess yeah. I guess he just broke his own spine. I was about to so, say, so for I those mean, who may not be familiar or forgot, since so many things happened back to back. Right. Which one was Freddie Gray? Freddie Gray was the it was um when they had the protests in Baltimore, mm-hmm. Freddie was arrested and thrown into the back of a of a cop van or cop wagon or whatever you call them these days. Handcuffed. Handcuffed. And mysteriously had his spine broken mm. and there were i believe six cops mm-hmm. who were involved in his arrest multiracial some were white some were multiracial black. some were white some were black i think three and three or something like that sometimes mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how many and um yeah but nobody was held responsible mm-hmm. nobody so i don't know so we're gonna see how that plays out and how oh, well it's done. They said no well, more. I mean, plays out in the sense of how oh, the well, Black right. Lives Matter movement yeah, yeah. intends to respond. And I also heard on the radio the DNC convention. Oh, wait, the C is a convention. The DN convention. Well, DNC. Yes, yeah, what DNC. is the C? Is convention right? Democratic National Convention. Convention, right? Mm-hmm. So the DNC is going on right now, and um, Hillary's been talking about Black Lives Matter but movement. You know, so they're curious if she's gonna respond to that. Am I the only one who's noticed that, with the exception of some individuals? What people predicted is coming to pass and that people are already kind of getting tired, the yeah. black people, mm-hmm. yeah. because more shootings have happened. Yeah. yeah. But people like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, too much. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. I feel like it's people, a, lot, a right lot of people have lost their vigor yeah. with, with it and they kind of like, mm. I don't know. I, I give up. But, but this is what I wanted to bring up, this question. Um, mm-hmm. I should have... 
I'm not going to say your name only because I don't know if you want Yeah, I don't to. know how many of y'all want us to say so we won't say any names. Yeah, let's yeah, just not. Yeah, I'm just not. But no, no. um say my name, if ever you do want us to say your name, uh yeah. say your name, say your name. Um I let us know, but I'm just going to be safe. So, this mm-hmm. is the question. Pregunta. I have a cousin who wants to talk with her child about racism and he's 9. My question was How do you talk with kids about this stuff without inadvertently making them feel inferior? I know you need to prepare them, but doesn't putting the idea in their head that the world is already going to think some type of way about them make them feel insecure? Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's difficult because my initial reaction, my initial answer would be, be that affirmative or be that affirmation for the child. You talk to them, tell them that they are not inferior, let them know that they are intelligent, that they can accomplish goals, they can do this and do that. So be that voice for them that um, assures them that they have um, you know, the ability to rise above obstacles and they don't have to accept um, defeat. Yeah. However, the media, like outside of those conversations, this child is going to be at school and is going to be around other kids. So he's going to be influenced by that. Or she, I think it's a little boy. He's going to be influenced by the schoolmates. He's going to be influenced by teachers because teachers be saying shit. Yes, he's going do. to be influenced by what he sees on TV, all of that. So I don't know. It's, it's a hard thing. I feel like the only thing that the parent can do, again, is to actually um, have affirmations for the child to ensure to them that they can be someone, mm-hmm. you know, that they don't have to suffer um, certain consequences. But at the same time, maybe even try to shield them away from some of that garbage. You know, I'm not saying turning off the TV all the time, but maybe so. Maybe pulling them away from certain shows and stuff. Because yeah. even in cartoons. Keep them away from the news and stuff like that. Yeah, like but, the news because like, they're nine cartoons, years old. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. even some cartoons can have subliminal messages. Like the one time I saw this cartoon, I cannot remember which cartoon network it was. Not the cartoon network, but it was right. a cartoon network. And um, it showed this black girl with all the, these white girls yeah the, the black girl had yeah. the afro she's like oh my god my hair and y'all it looked like a big nice afro right but she was you know just going crazy like oh my god my hair is just so messed up and all the white girls like oh my god look at your hair what mm. happened it's yeah. terrible and she went she went running out of the scene crying, crying. Yeah. so any little black girl who has a similar type hair is going to equate that with oh my god something is wrong with the way i look yes you know so i think sometimes yep. parents we do have to kind of watch what our kids are taking in through tv and social media and all of that and plus mm-hmm. he's nine right you know what i mean so actually i i do feel a little bit more strongly about that that she can actually or they can kind of shield him from some things i agree but yeah. but that's in in addition to trying to prevent him from seeing and hearing certain things at least right now definitely um affirm for him that he can be great mm-hmm. that he is great build, build him up yeah. yeah you know build up his character and, and, and still, but still, give him some of the the I guess facts about yeah yeah yeah. So you know, let him know, you know that not the gory details, but right. Yeah, I mean, you know, let him know that there are people out there who will think less of him because of his skin color. Right. You know, let let him know that that exists. But try to, I think, try to tip tip the scales, tip the scales with good things mm-hmm. to to mold his psyche and to mold his behavior and his character, yep. and hopefully. Um, as he starts to mature, he'll be able to use that to stay um, positive mm-hmm. and to stay um, victorious. I know victorious sounds so churchy. We know what you mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so. I'm driving myself crazy right now because I can't find. There's somebody I follow on Instagram who posted. There's a new children's book mm. that addresses this. 
addresses about how to talk to how children. to talk to your kids yeah about being pulled over by the cops right um and, the, and why they have to care and i wanted to name the book for mm-hmm. you gotta have that talk nine so years old seems damn. so young it does but you know what it's young but it's not young because by nine years old you've taken in a lot of information nine years old that's the first time i ever had my run-in with a cop oh lord what when they mm-hmm. can yes nine years old mm-hmm. when, they, when they came into our house mm-hmm. and i was in my bed with mm-hmm. my cast on my arm i think i've told this story before. i remember and they came in and had guns pointed at us I'm nine with a cast on my arm and I had a gun pointed in my face. Mm. What was it for again? They were looking for my cousin. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I wake up or I turn around and look and here's the gun in my face. And he's like, get out of bed. He's trying to put my hands behind my back. And I'm like, sir, I have a broken arm mm-hmm. like, or a broken wrist. He was like, I can see that. And I'm like, well, why are you trying to make me put my hands mm-hmm. behind my back? And he was like, well, you know who we're looking for. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm nine. Like, what What the fuck am I going to do? I don't, see, th- stuff like <laughs> that bothers me. trust me, my mom was, whew, she was yeah. very angry. She and wasn't she, there at the time, but yeah. we told her about it when she got there, and she was livid. So mm, That kind of reminds me um, of that story of the little girl, the little black girl who was sleeping in her bed. Yes, yeah. And the cop shot her and killed her. Now, yeah. I don't know all the details and in terms of they were looking for someone or what, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, they were but looking for someone. There's, there's, yeah. How did a sleeping child end up being shot in the head dead? Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any Yeah, I watched that um video with her grand her grandmother yeah. was in court and uh that video is just so hard to watch because you can just see she's in so much pain. She's like, Y'all took her from me. Right. I can't get that back. Like and you just and the, the cop is just standing there with this look on his face like Just apathetic. You, you know, like I just It's uh, just, it's Lord. disgusting. But but Of at, course he wasn't charged well yeah with anything yeah that's that's there's no accountability accountability there is a problem there there really isn't yeah i understand why the system was originally made to be um protective to police considering some some of the aspects of their job and their place in society Mm -hmm. but i don't think that it was ever intended to initial initially the original intent was not to be an impenetrable fortress exactly. Right, exactly. for all legal recourse, even even in times when the person was was right. right. Exactly. I really feel like we need some we need reform, a policy reforms, um, with how we want the police to interact with us and what type of control they have. Because yeah. right now, I don't see any limitation. Like, None. it seems like they can beat you up, they can taser you, they can shoot you dead, all these things. And in many cases, their reprimand is paid vacation right like what is going on you know what i mean it's just crazy and then i don't know what the what the test is for a police officer to be hired i don't know what type of psyche valve they go through or what but honestly some of these people don't seem fit to me yeah from what i understand it's really not there's not a whole lot to it Mm -hmm. other than like ged or something because i even look at the fitness aspect of it i'll be looking all right i'll be looking at some of these cops like Right, who are you about to run who down? Who are you gonna chase down? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They're what like, fences that, you jumping over? They like, I'll chase him down right here. Right, Boom. exactly. Yeah, I was my, gonna my say, but nowadays, down. I just let my bullets do the talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I do want to give a quick shout out to though to um, what is that cop's name? He's like a celebrity cop now. The oh, I know you're talking about. Doesn't really seem that white to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's always, and I will say this: it does make me feel. Um, just all warm inside when he posts those videos and you see 
and main, I mean, they're mainly black kids. Yeah. Um, running up to his car. Yeah. yeah. You know, screaming his name, Officer Norman, Officer Norman. Norman, that's Officer right. Officer Norman, right. Officer Norman, I knew that was you and all this kind of stuff. And even that makes a difference, you yeah. know? Oh, it definitely does. At their age to see a positive reinforcement of law enforcement. Right. You know? And maybe even with the question with the nine-year-old, if, I don't know, well... I don't know if that's taking it too far or not, but if if they happen mm. to know any, let's say, good, good cops, cops, yeah, you know. No, they can definitely make a difference. Yeah, introduce them so they can see that not every cop is out to destroy you, but we need to work on the ones who are because they are definitely mm-hmm. the ones definitely that there. infiltrated the force. Right. Yeah, I'm exactly. driving myself crazy. I have too many social media friends because I thought I could just <laughs> look. To I find. cannot think. <laughs> To find a book, yeah, I'm trying to think of what his name is. Yeah, there's a book. So you said there's a book out there that talks about how to speak to children. Yeah, are there any? Does any in addition to the book that Eric's looking up? Are there any type of resources like videos where they illustrate, you know, these topics? Um, Nothing that I know offhand. Mm -hmm. Um, not to say that there isn't anything. Right. I just I don't know of anything. Okay. Because that could be something else to help to train kids to to actually grasp the point right you know grasp it grasp it i was gonna see if i could help eric find this book well while y'all should i go to the next yeah go ahead yeah okay no keep looking that up so we're gonna come back and because we definitely want to find what that book is and speak about it you said it's a new book eric i mean i i guess based on the the topic and it was it was being advertised in such a way that it looked new okay um yeah and it's, it's the sad thing is one of my instagram friends was posting it it's just that I'm following like 10 billion people, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to know. And it was specifically about police interactions? Yep. Okay. How to talk to kids about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How to talk. But I do think that's an important an important thing to do, you know? So, but like I was saying, shout out to Officer Norman and any other cops who have made a positive um, impact to their community. Absolutely. But as we're looking that up, we had another question. And since we kind of started out with the um, talk about the Democratic Convention and all, this question wants us to discuss the whole Republican Convention, which is now over. Right now, the Democratic Convention is going on. But they want us to discuss the Republican Convention, specifically Melania's speech jacking. Um, their party platform, which is heavily overshadowed by the Trump hysteria. So when Melania got up there and, and spoke so many um, and has so many similarities in her speech, in my mind, I was I was baffled. And I was like, did they ex- expect that no one would pick up on that? You mm-hmm. know, and then I know they try to say, well, other speakers have been accused of plagiarism and and Obama back in yes. two, 19 such and such, you know, took Claim a he, sentence from here yeah, or yeah. a sentence from there. But my thing is her Melania speech was so close to Michelle Obama's speech that they literally put the video side by side. Yes. And you could just see like word for word in certain sections were matching up. You know what I mean? And I just think that is so not classy. And and it almost makes me think, like, is did they do that on purpose? And are they trying to, you know, bring ridicule to the whole system? Like, is there some type of agenda behind all of this? Like, how can they be so... How could they have the audacity to do such a thing? Yeah. I thought it was embarrassing. And But the memes, oh, my Lord goodness. Those memes were funny I can't, as hell. From, like, Manili Vanilli... <laughs> 
to uh, being the Ghost Riders. What other type of meme did I see? Oh, and then people would just start quoting stuff. And it yes. would say, Melania, you know. Yeah, when I saw the Still I Rise, um, Melania Trump. Went, Melania Trump. That one was like I woke hilarious. up that morning and I was laugh. I watched the video when they did the side by side. Yeah. I'm, I must have laughed my ass off. I, know, I couldn't take it. almost couldn't take it. And I really fell out when they did the, um, when Melania, quote, Melania released a, uh, an apology saying, I just want to apologize. And I want to say, and then they did the Purple Rain lyrics. And I said, oh my gosh. I couldn't I could not take it. But um yeah, so that was a whole thing. I thought it was just crazy. It was just so crazy. Yeah, it was just funny to me. Ah, yeah. I just remembered. See, let me tell y'all something. Bring be, it on back, bring it on back. I be wanting to shout y'all out. Mm-hmm. Put your real damn name Put on social name. media sometimes. Especially if you know you're not posting nothing crazy. Right. But damn, like, I'll be, because I, I, I know his name. I'm not mm. going to say it on here. Yeah. But his his Instagram name is nowhere close. And if you type in his name, it does it not pull right. it up. Exactly. Some people have their, if you type in their name, it, their Instagram exactly. page will still come and, up. And right. I tried that name. And his yeah. didn't. So, but anyway, the book is called, I Hate That I Have to Tell You. Oh. And it's, okay. if you okay. can see, the they show a I'm whole saying. family with their hands up. Mm. Yeah. And it says... A conversation with black children about police encounters mm. because that's where we are now. Mm. Available yep. in print and ebook. Um, Who's the author? By let's see, and his <laughs> the Instagram name is Clever Bastard, so I was they knew it couldn't be that. Yeah. Right. But um, <laughs> looks like uh, Darnell Lamont Walker. If this is indeed his okay. book. So yeah, a conversation. If this is his book, um, unless he's just featuring it, but yeah, I think it's uh. But it's called "I Hate That I Have to Tell You." Yeah, mm. yeah. A yeah. conversation that's, with black children. That's a that's a tricky thing, and I think I think the the difficult part of the question that was asked is, it's not so much should we tell the children. Yes, we should. But how do you tell them without them feeling inferior? That's right. why I say you have that's to balance the, it yeah, out with. Listen, part. this is how you're going to be perceived. But let me tell you who you are. Yes, you know. But you know what? Also. And it's not to take it to a negative side either, but I think that'll be much more powerful if there's a healthy relationship between the child and the parent. That's because true too, if that's yeah. not there, then the child is going to get their identity through somebody else. Yep. And it might start to believe what the media is saying about them. So, you know, let that be encouragement to the parents to have a healthy relationship with their children. So their children will believe them when they're trying to mold their mold them, you know, mm-hmm. into um mold them as 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 children. Yeah. So yep. I agree. And to you, um, the guy who ask the question i know who you are because you asked mm-hmm. us on instagram i am going to forward this to you we're gonna forward it right friggin now yes so bam 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 i'm promoting a black author and giving you a tool to use yes to talk. And, and one key. thing that i'm a, one thing i want to say too now that i'm freed up again mm-hmm I think part of the reason why America's so fucked up is because people hate having uncomfortable conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. And they feel like if we just ignore it, then it's bound to go away. Nope. And that's the reality is, that's kind of like works. what we talked about last time with people just send positive vibes. Nah. And it's like, I think that around the late 70s, definitely in the 80s, mm-hmm. a lot of black pe- people feel like, oh, well, we kind of made it. Yeah. You know, and racism is over. Mm-hmm. And I think that even though there was still a lot of people, I think on both sides, People were eager to kind of put that in the past, but mm-hmm. as a result, yeah. I think people confuse dwelling on the past mm-hmm. 
with remembering history mm-hmm. yeah i think you have to remember history mm-hmm. like it's a, i think white people feel extraordinarily uncomfortable when you bring it up yeah, they do. and a lot of black people especially people consider themselves progressive feel like they're somehow regressing if they're to bring it up but mm-hmm. i feel like part of the reason why we are where we are now is everybody wants to pretend mm-hmm. for and then it people just put that little feather on top of the pile mm-hmm. uh, like a warner brothers cartoon everything came crashing down effortlessly yeah. mm-hmm. ignoring it and pretending like it's not real is not the same thing as resolving right. and i think that children are smarter than we think mm-hmm. and i think that we can pretend we say oh they can't possibly understand they go like you said they're gonna still pick up they stuff are. and if you don't do yeah, something sure to you know to combat that yeah, to kind of vaccinate that, yeah. them against what the world is gonna tell them mm-hmm. then they're gonna get swallowed up yeah like you're, you're not doing them any favors by throwing your hands up be like oh well they're right. too young right. no because one thing mm-hmm. and i probably have brought it up a billion times in these podcasts the doll studies two mm-hmm. things not only does this doll study prove that black people are black children already know that they're inferior at a very very young age yeah. right the studies also show that white children already think that mm-hmm. they're superior exactly at a very very young age yep. and they already think of blacks as feeling less pain at a very young age as young as nine years old yeah mm-hmm. they already think that black children are not as human as they are right and so yep. they're not too young to know the bs Mm-mm. so they at nine years old right he old enough to be taught right. some some stuff exactly exactly like my parents told me about pedophiles at a young age yeah she's gonna say well i don't want them to be scared yeah but yeah i also don't want you to be just snatched up yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah exactly so like you don't yeah I was just because stuff makes you age. feel uncomfortable right, exactly. don't mean that you like mm, well let me not tell i don't want him to feel bad i don't want him to be afraid of guns so let me not tell him about guns like you know I what know. i mean like you you, I don't want to be paranoid. There's a way you deliver it. Yeah. And no, it's not an easy conversation. And it's unfortunate. And like the guy, like the, the author of the book said, because that's where we are that's now. That's where we are. Yeah. So you just have to be aware. And what he also said further, and one of the things was that, and it's also the sad thing is that even, it's understanding that even when, even with having the conversations, mm-hmm. you still may or may not be able to affect the outcome. Yeah. That's true. You know, that's true. But try, you yeah. know, yeah. have those conversations. You got to try. So I have another right. question if you don't. Um, well, there's a bunch in this one, but go ahead, you can go to the next one. We talk oh yeah, so that's our thoughts about uh Melania and that craziness <laughs> with the Republican convention. And you know, not to dwell on this too long, but it kind of flows. The thing with Leslie Jones. Oh yes, with Twitter. Leslie Jones is a black comedian who's in Ghostbusters. Oh, oh yes, and yes, yes. They ridiculed her with so much racism <sighs> yes. that she wanted to even close down her Twitter account. Yeah. And a lot of them were young. A yeah. lot of them were very young. young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's that's just these people s- grow up to become cops, well, they CEOs, had a hard, oh, right. workers. They had a hard time uh, getting her dressed for the um yeah, no the designer words. wanted to make her yeah, dress. They didn't want to make her dress. Right, right. And yes, that <sighs> is disgusting. Ridiculous. And what Eric just said, oh my God, I was about to fall out my seat. I was having a conversation with someone online and we were talking about um oh actually I know exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> and you know who you are when you hear this. But we were discussing about macro changes and micro changes. Mm. And so from their perspective, it was more so we need to we need to go after policy, change policy, policy reform and all that. And I said, I get it, that is a place to start. But I also want to talk about the micro level, like my neighbor, because my neighbor who might be racist, who might be seventeen year old, is the same one who might go into the police force. Exactly. Or is the same the nurse who might leave her job and, and go into law enforcement or whatever. These people are somebody before they get into these what's so positions. funny is exactly. I, I agree with you but i think policy actually is micro from this perspective 
the policy is indicative of the overall collective mindset of right. white people. Yes. Right, so I right. think the real macro is what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Is the because yeah. I don't think it's just your neighbor. I think yeah. it's pretty much every white person in America. And I know they get mad when I say mm-hmm. this, but I think the the, the white potential pe- they have the potential. I think yeah. the white people who don't think this way are the minority. Right. I yeah. think that because again. If you if you think of racism as meaning that you hate blacks and that you are a bad person, yeah, then I can understand your. Mm-hmm. But but the the studies show unequivocally that the average white American mm-hmm. has certain biases regarding black Americans, even to their own shock and awe when they see right. it replayed on video. Mm-hmm. The school teachers in the study showing how they treated black children, they were shocked right. when they showed them footage of them yeah. passing black children whose hands right. were raised. They they were genuinely shocked. You could see it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the studies with doctors, doctors mm-hmm. who really thought black people didn't feel as much pain. Right. And to see it, like I think a lot of times they don't even... But they don't. I, but that doesn't mean they hate. Mm-hmm. And my whole point is, when you, when you have these views and these, it's gonna affect certain policies. I think will naturally result because they'll feel more intuitively correct. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah. If yeah, that's you what I'm know saying, yeah. that blacks are human. Yeah. Right. So I feel like if you go and try to change what's on paper, I feel like that's the whole problem. What I was mm-hmm. saying earlier is that stuff was changed on paper, so people thought, oh, we made it. Right. But on the macro level of the collective consciousness, no, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. Right, and exactly. To, all, to yeah. people like, and I, it really irritates me, I think, of some of our friends who do this whole just positive eyes. The people like y'all are facilitating the hate yep. because mm-hmm. y'all want to pretend like it's not real. Not right. talking about it is not the key yeah we have to edify we have to have discussions in order mm-hmm. to heal sometimes the wound has to be cauterized right. it's painful as fuck but then the bleeding can stop and we can start to heal right you know like but the whole thing is like i don't want to touch it because it's gonna burn okay then it's gonna fester or you're gonna bleed out or right. you're gonna become it's gonna become infected and you're gonna die like mm-hmm. it's surgery is painful tying up you know um a wound with sutures is painful mm-hmm. but it's gotta heal though mm-hmm. so we gotta have those uncomfortable conversations and acknowledge yeah. what, the, what it really is no I'm with you I'm with you yeah, yeah. Wait, I know because I know a lot of people say well it's not all white people no it's most though if we can be all the way real yeah. it's most in terms of it's the macro of white people mm-hmm. in the microaggressions mm-hmm. that right. they manifest yeah and so it's it's, it's most white people I, I have rarely encountered a white person who hasn't at some point revealed to me Mm. some racist ass views mm-hmm. even with the best of even with trying to compliment me even mm-hmm. yep. and I'm like damn that's racist as fuck and they don't even know it Yeah, so th- they don't even see it because mm-hmm. some of the people listening now who would be mad it's you too mm. right mm-hmm. and you don't even know it though right <laughs> right, that, right you know that's, and that's, yeah. that's, that's the, the hard thing to get up. across that's right. the hard it's yeah. really like I told you like the same woman who I told y'all about last time mm-hmm. who gave the false police report unwittingly mm-hmm. broke down crying when I when I even suggested that she could be racist mm-hmm. but she she gave a false police report yeah. right and didn't want to believe that i go got pulled over by the cops mm. like but you but you are but it hurts you to think that you could be a bad person yeah. you know you're throwing you don't want to see anything mm-hmm. and it's, it just drives me crazy the coward i just wish people could face themselves more. yeah no, i wish, I I wish so too mm-hmm. but that that I, I totally agree that's gonna that's gonna have to happen if we if we want to see policy changes like you said and that's what i was telling that dude i was like well people make policies you know right. and he was like we got to tear down these institutions and i said well you know institution is not like a building institutions are led by by laws and led by regulations and people make those Which laws are put and regulations. In place by, by people exactly right. and those people are the same people who might live next to us who go into these positions mm-hmm. and so if we can't 
you know, how the conversations and how the mentality of people change, then how are laws going to change? That's what you I know, said. These Capitol same people Hill, are making laws. Capitol Hill needs to be cleaned out and mm. all those people need to be <laughs> yeah. replaced. Because they've been there for years. These, these are the people who've been there for 40, 50 years. Right. Right. And But everybody's so concerned about the president. I'm like, the president is just a figurehead. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're the ones who represent our company, our company, our country. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it is kind of like a company, but uh, mm-hmm. represent our country, and you know, they're the face of those policy changes. But yeah. the people that are on Capitol Hill are the ones that are actually doing the changing. But you, uh, or first not, of all, or not making any changes. I so. I totally agree with that. And the only thing that makes makes me think of something else is Trump to me is proving to have um a very dangerous effect because Mm -hmm. his followers, a lot of his followers are hyper aggressive. Mm -hmm. They're racist, they're bigots and they're getting bolder. Yep. You know, he's setting a tone for his followers. Mm -hmm. And so if he's going to (laughs) become, I never thought that he would even be in a running, but now at the Republican convention, he's pulled even with Clinton. And I think he might even pass, surpass a little bit. But now they say that after each um, convention, the, the head of the convention, they move up in the rankings as well. So Clinton will probably move back up some. Mm. But the fact that he's even on the same level of her now exactly. in, ter- in terms of popularity Just is dangerous. Just let you know what these people are thinking. Exactly. And on top of that, a lot of the people who are going to vote for Bernie Sanders who do not like Hillary are now saying they're going to vote for someone else like Jill Stein or for Gary Johnson. Yeah. Mm. But the problem is Gary or Johnson not or not right. vote at all. And the right. problem is... I know you're trying to vote according to their their standards, but the problem is if a lot of the Bernie um, Bernie Sanders supporters don't vote or vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, who will not win, then that's going to get even more support to Trump. Right. And so, and remember, Trump wants to build a wall. He wants to take out all of the the immigrants from this land and then he never stated where they're going to go he wants to this just to be clear he wants to take out the immigrants of color it, yeah right right, right. thank you his thank wife, you right, exactly. She, exactly who can barely speak english exactly yeah unless, she's, she unless she's plagiarizing <laughs> and actually that's not that's not right. his first foreign wife no, no it's not no, all it's his wives i heard all his so wives are foreign he, it, all, his all first wife was an ivanka or somebody all of them immigrants no, so except for one i think oh one God. of them is not i think one maybe of his not. wives was american like his yeah. first wife maybe yeah but the point is he ain't got no problem with, with white immigrants he has a problem with brown immigrants exactly and on top of that he never said about the jews who come over here he from hasn't Israel. he hasn't yeah. and he and he has not said where where he plans to do with these people like where are they going to go and people are talking about concentration camps and all kinds yeah, yeah. with, with him as a leader there's no telling what could happen i think that but at the same time i don't trust hillary either because she's a liar and she's corrupt and i don't know it's just so much going on the thing on. is for, but, for a couple things for one i feel like it is to me it's not a surprise i feel like not. all he did was embolden people in to acknowledge yes what i've known they felt for all my life yeah exactly and, and probably before i was Ain't born but again i wasn't born but the thing is all he did was say hey me too and they were like oh well now i can come out the closet and they right. can't say how i really sure feel did. and shooting and i like i like i tell people all the time with the police thing with the trump thing ain't it funny how it didn't take much to damn near set off a race war mm-hmm. you know at least via social media mm-hmm. and white against black and like mm-hmm. no time flat because it was just right there just bubbling below the surface it was nobody they have to do much because it's always been there it's and always also, been there to be kind of honest and i'm not saying i'm not gonna vote but 
I'm kind of with these conspiracy theories. It's sometimes I feel like all a game. Like no matter who you vote for, it's gonna be what it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be. Yeah, what they want it to be. It's I, just, I say that all the time because I'm like, bullshit. yeah, I know. No, oh, Hillary's corrupt. What politician has not been in the history of right. existence? Yeah. What? What? Where? Where you found the golden, the golden boy? Where? Where None. was the non-corrupt politician? Because remember, they were, there was that whole None. debacle about them switching like party affiliations and whatnot mm-hmm. um, over in what was it like Arizona or something, mm-hmm. where people were going and they registered as Democrat, but mm-hmm. they were somehow flipped to register as Republican. Right. So their votes were. I don't. I don't know. It's just it's always. A mess. It's always a mess. It's all, and, and so it always makes you feel like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing in this country? Exactly. It's like, it's like I don't know. And the whole way that they my, they my vote, vote in the president. Th- I, know, I hate. I hate stupid. the whole way that the system is set up. You know, it's. I think there's so many changes need to be made. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I don't, I, I don't know. Like I. I, don't I, I they, Hillary definitely doesn't does not have my trust, and Trump definitely doesn't, or whatever. I just. I don't know. I'm not sure. They talking yeah. about the lesser two evils, but. And then my issue know. is, even if Hillary does go into the White House, um, those Trump supporters are still out there. Like those people with that mentality that think right. like that, they're still fucking out there. That's they're like, not yeah. gonna go away. They're not. Like they might retaliate. Like, like I told my, I told a student <laughs> of mine this past week that my parents grew up having to drink from separate water fountains right. and having to go. And he was like, "Well, that's because they were in New Orleans." I'm like, "Look, it wasn't two two bad people in New Orleans <laughs> making all the black making segregation happen. Right. The whole nation was behind exactly. it. Yeah. And even the North was like, mm, "What ifs? Yeah. Right. You know." And also, let's not forget, for a, a long time, you. <laughs> mm. The only, reason, even going back like twelve years of slave. Mm. If you've never read it or seen the movie, mm. read the book or seen the movie, they they just stole it. They mm. just could steal people and pe- you know the yeah. the people who were against slavery openly and adamantly were in the minority. Yeah, you know, and it just is what it is. I think that. I'm just focusing on me right mm-hmm. now, yeah. Because I, it's funny how I see these strong people in support of Hillary, or strongly in support of Trump, and I'm like, they're never smart people, right? Or, or rarely are they smart on both sides who are in strong support mm-hmm. because the stuff they say, mm-hmm. I can tell that they're like regular people, right? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. think like regular mm-hmm. people think mm-hmm. like very reductive, mm-hmm. and they they want to get everything down to the most. She's a woman, and she gets it. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know that reminds me of uh, <laughs> shout out to uh Tamaya, but Tamaya, what is his actual name? Um, Quadir how Quadir, yeah. He put up a and actually his his video was not comical, but that just meant, yeah. reminded me that. But he was talking about Oprah. Oprah got on TV endorsing Hillary Clinton and her yeah. main argument, at least in that segment, which I did not see, so I'm going oh. off Quadir's words, mm-hmm. was that this is uh history's being made. A woman can now be a president, and that was pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. And this it, is just like a lot of people voted for Obama because right. he was black. I mean it is what it of is. Course. Of course, of course. And yeah. <laughs> quite as a cat, I won't say his name, but I have a family member. He's not a fan of Obama, and he doesn't think that Obama did a lot for black people, but that's a whole other story. Well, a lot anyway. of people feel that way. Just, it's, that's, exactly. It's not exactly like a brand new concept. Yeah. Well, I, it's, to me, it's, it's kind of new because I, I didn't hear that but a lot. But then again, but, and I'm yeah. not so much a family member, but then yeah. again, a lot of people who say that don't know no facts because a lot has transpired when you see stuff listed. And a lot of them, yeah. when you show them stuff, they're like, oh, I didn't know because they just... Some people want to be smart. They do not him. Now I will say I, I could be wrong. Could yeah. be wrong. He does be backing up stuff like more than I know. Uh-huh. But but I do now, feel this you. Is your dad or something? I feel you. I'm sorry. No 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 but, no no no. But, no. but I mean he but, does support his facts. Like you know yeah, what he says. But I, yeah. I know a lot of. But times I know there are like that. Yeah. When I just push people just a little bit to like really yeah, back yeah. stuff up, or when I show facts, like I, like I saw one person was like. Well, people always say Hillary doesn't stand behind what she says, but when? And there was a black woman on Facebook mm-hmm. who do, 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 gave a litany right. of factual stuff where she like waffled, equivocated, changed her word, went back, right. lied. And people, I just find that there, 
I know those black people who they don't want to go with whatever other black people are doing just so they right. can kind of feel special yeah. and feel like you know yeah, going yeah. against the grain exactly mm-hmm. yeah. going against the grain and so there's <laughs> always those types you know what <laughs> I mean cut up. and so I just feel like I don't know I feel like a lot of people their motivations for I just find that most people are regular people. Yeah, I, I've been struggling with the whole political. <laughs> I've, I've been struggling with the know, whole political no, thing man. because in Nobody my attempt, to be in my attempt to like learn more about it, yeah. I've been reaching out to people saying, "Okay, what is your perspective?" And everyone is so strong with it. And like surface it's either, as yeah. fuck though. Yeah, usually. like here's Hillary, you know, and here's whatever they be calling Trump or whatever. And I'm like, Trump. oh my god, no, yeah, Trump, no, yeah. And I'm like, damn, like what type of news source can we, you know, feel? Um, Faith, faithful with you know right. to know what yeah. facts you know how can we even formulate an opinion but i don't know if it's That's all rigged, then it's hard. Hard. i feel like it's so biased from every every angle, angle. it's so hard yeah. to get a pure i exactly. like to read a foreign newspapers and stuff sometimes i've, I've started no, for doing for that real. i started doing yeah. that because sometimes they're just they're to not see as how they just to see how they, how they perceive, yeah. perceive yeah. the yeah. united states yeah, yeah. just like mm-hmm. just oh, well, from, unless it's Russia, from teaching internationally yeah. <laughs> the way my students oh, perceive America right. and perceive American politics is, is interesting the way they view it yeah. and the way they view us and mm-hmm. the lack of of respect they have right. is kind of funny too because we is. don't really Americans tend to not be well versed on world issues in general right? and um, if you're I feel like if you're a Republican who learns everything you know about politics from Fox News Oh, you're Lord. you're not gonna yeah. do too well, and if you're a Democrat who learns everything that you want to learn from like Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, you're also like gonna not be gonna, limited. Yeah. You know everything what I mean? Yeah. I find so, a lot of people don't they really don't <laughs> they, they don't. don't get like a full picture, but they don't. I know we could stay on that for much longer, but oh, I kinda, just quick thing when I said yeah. for if y'all did hear my hear me when I said except Russia, that wasn't me shading Russia. I said that in, it in, was in, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that because of the whole Wiki WikiLeaks thing. I think that's how you say it, oh, and okay. now they're claiming that. Russia might have been behind it and it wasn't someone yeah. else. So I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's Who just knows. so much going on, y'all. But whatever you're going to do, you know, vote, don't vote, whatever. But, mm. but we'll just see what happens in November. It's all on you. It's all on you. Well, so next topic. I got a couple more too, but let's keep going. Just to get off of that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one says, um, and he specifically requested to be to remain anonymous. Okay. He said, we have to do better, black folk. Okay. Um, Here we go. Insecurity is something we have to look at within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Nobody is trying to attack and harm you, nor come, t- nor come on to you. Relax. Now he's not talking about police. This is very specific. Okay. And so you're gonna have to hear the rest for the context. I know okay. you're like, well, what does he mean? It's, it's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. as I was shopping in a store, a worker didn't realize he had a lot of lint strings and cotton on his face. I tried to help him by telling him, excuse me, you got something on your face. Then I proceeded to get cussed out by him for just helping him. He said, a man doesn't do that for another man in his Caribbean accent. I'm not going to try to affect the Caribbean accent because I can't do it. (laughs) I'm not going to insult nobody. So, and he continued to go wild in his argument as if he was being attacked. I was in shock because one, I'm helping you. Two, I'm not interested in you. Three, using threatening words on me showed me that you're not a great employer or maybe an employee who mm. possesses community. I think he typed this when he was angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> employee, employee who possesses communication skills. Crazy part is he continued to leave it on his face for the remainder of the time I was there as he started to flirt with some female. 
No one was trying to harm you or flirt with you. Sad world. All we do is hate. So in turn, that's an that's an issue with homophobia. All I can do is say this world is headed for pure war with each other over labels and perceptions. So he said, Eric, Michael, and Demarcus, definitely a subject you need to talk about in your podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's something I do want to say to that. And let me just throw this out because oh. someone asked another question that kind of ties into That's this. That's my last question on my, no, on no, my phone. No, you're good. <laughs> he said, and we've actually talked about this before, but just to throw it out there, talk about hyper-masculinity in the African-American community. It definitely goes yeah. together. Yeah. And yeah. Because so, okay. one is the cause of that is is the cause exactly of that. right it kind of answers the hyper exactly. masculinity or his own self-hate but that's another story and, and you know what what has helped me <laughs> to strengthen my own empathetic powers yeah, we talked it, about that earlier yeah yeah exactly <laughs> is really um reflecting with myself and just being honest with my own self and then i can start to see things in other people and i'll say that there was a point when i was trying to be closet or be dear or whatever and if someone made an advance towards me or if i perceived it to be an advance mm-hmm. and remember i'm closet and i don't want anyone to know and it could have been something like that like oh yo you got something on your face and i thought they were trying to come on to me i got upset i got defensive and i'm like yo you know leave me alone or whatever i'm not like that when right. i really was yeah. you know and that very well could have been a case of this dude right and that is going to kill people and i don't mean like physically i mean that's killing them on the inside and we have got to get beyond that yep if you can't embrace yourself then you're going to end up being just like that dude on the train exactly. you know i have a new um guilty pleasure on youtube and it's watching uh, <laughs> these black in Korea and black in Japan videos. Mm. These people that go to Korea or Japan to teach English as a yeah. second language. Um, they're doing these videos like the, the 10 things I like about Korea or 10 things I don't like or whatever. A lot of times the men and women will marry a Korean native mm. or something like that. Um, apparently Korea in particular gives a lot of benefits to mm. English. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because one of the women who married a Korean man um, did a video on things that were that were strange about her culturally, mm. st- strange about Korea to her culturally, and she was like, "This is not a bad thing," but I was really caught off guard by how affectionate Korean men were with each other when they're friends. Yeah, mm. she was like, "You know, I'm sitting on the train and I see a dude sitting on the dude's lap. I'm thinking, oh, what a cute couple. <laughs> they're just friends." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It's it's normal to see them holding hands, be mm-hmm. being arm in arm, mm-hmm. hugging." Mm-hmm. And she was like. I was not used to that. Mm. She was like, my gaydar was worthless in Korea because mm-hmm. the men are allowed to be affectionate. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't think it's a bad thing. It just took took me some getting used to. But she was like, I wish that my brother, she's black. I wish that my brothers in America could have that. Because she was like, I felt like in Korea, men get to be themselves more, yeah. exactly. especially as young men. And what's funny is in the video I saw in Japan, why black people moved to Japan, there was a black musician, a straight dude. And what he said was, I don't have to be a tough guy here. Mm. He's like, you know, he's like, and I can be. And what's funny, I kind of it all it kind of made me feel some kind of way because I mm-hmm. felt like I could feel his sincerity mm-hmm. yeah. and I could feel his weariness. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to be a tough guy here. Mm-hmm. And um, and cause like, and I felt it because I know that feeling very well. Mm-hmm. When I'm someplace like, wow, I could let my guard down. Like, damn, mm-hmm. you know, um, because g- going to the some of the schools I went to in New Orleans and then going to the first school I went to where I didn't feel like I had to be on mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was such a relief. And I think I told you my first day of high school in New Orleans, when I was kind of ignored all day, I was so happy. Like, ah, oh, it's such a relief to not have to worry about right. like being tough and having a fight and having a, you know, man, like, you know, posture in this way. Yep. Man up. And um, it's just funny how um, they both, in all these cases, and I can give you more examples, but I'll spare you. But, People are saying how in Japan and in like in Asian countries, mm-hmm. these these social norms did not exist, and they nobody was coming for their masculinity, right. and as such, 
they felt so much more relaxed mm-hmm. yeah. and there's some they really enjoyed being able to be themselves mm-hmm. and what's funny is in all the different things especially when the men were talking what they said was mm-hmm. i can be myself mm-hmm. and i think that black men when we were in new orleans growing up we talked about this all the time. Something I've said in the past podcasts. Me mm-hmm. and my younger brother and my cousin, we would go places and we'd be laughing in the car, having a good time. And he'd be like, and we'd park, like, and my cousin would be like, yo, yo, so stop smiling, stop smiling. And we knew mm-hmm. that you couldn't drop your guard. You had to, you had to become a zombie. You had to talk like this. You had to pretend like he wasn't intelligent as you was. Mm-hmm. And you had to talk a certain way. My my boyfriend laughs at me because when we watch Big Frida mm-hmm. on Fuse, I love Big Frida. When Big Frida's boyfriend talks, they have <laughs> yes. subtitles. Yes, they do. And I'm like, you know, if you had met me at the right time in my life, mm-hmm. you would like, I can remember being on Carondelet in New Orleans at the bus stop with my homeboy, Daryl, and we're having a conversation. We got out of school early our senior year to go to college classes and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes we was just, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, but we was on the, we was, we was like on the corner waiting to catch a bus. And I remember this day because it's actually my first time ever catching public transportation. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge me. I had never taken like a public bus before until I was a senior in high school, which is kind of messed up. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from like the school bus for yeah. a field trip. Yeah. But, um, but, but we were talking on the street and um, we were like, yeah, so what's really remarkable, remarkable about this comic is that, and we're talking and we see a black dude approaching and we both without saying without any kind of notice to each other yeah man so i like the thing the shit was man like i don't even know what i talking about but it was like we immediately adopted yeah. this kind mm-hmm. of like we knew you are not allowed to have a personality yeah and be a man in black culture right wow you you have to adopt the personality yeah. right you can't have your own mm-hmm. you have to have the personality mm-hmm. and the vocal and what's so fucked up my voice is deep mm-hmm. it just naturally is mm-hmm. and i still felt the need to push my voice down yeah, yeah. to the point where it's like 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 mm-hmm. some right. woofer sub bass ass like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you couldn't but mm-hmm. it was crazy but i remember going to new restaurants in new orleans mm-hmm. and the way big frida's boyfriend talks yeah and my dad's the kind of man like son speak up son my dad's but like that too. we'd have the waiter the young waiter like, man, what you want you want something mm-hmm. huh <laughs> <laughs> i beg your pardon right yeah so nah that's yes that's that's another thing with the black community that yes. we have got to move beyond you know we have to train our little boys to be free in their expression you know yes. what i mean i know one be time yourself, when i was please. young um i got upset at one of my parents or maybe both of my parents and i started to write down my feelings and drawing and stuff and one of my parents got upset and they were like, don't, what, what are you doing? Like, don't be writing that down and all that kind of stuff. But my other parent was like, let him express himself. You know what I mean? So mm. even when, and I, I know I'm not saying which one parent said what, <laughs> but and, I, 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 know, I, I already know. I caught that. <laughs> I caught but it. But my whole point is that, that, that whole masculinity aspect, um, I think it really cripples children, you know? And yeah, I know it I, really I, definitely I, does. It really does. I mentioned yeah. this story before. Um, this kind of relates to the question that was just asked or just, you know, the, the scenario. I think I t- told you guys this before we were in high school and um this black guy got up to give a presentation and so he was giving a presentation so he's the focal point so we're all looking at him where else are we going to look you're giving Mm. a presentation and so there was another kid in class and he was you know kind of feminine or whatever but he was just watching him just like everyone else and he wore glasses you know but he was always kind of reserved yeah i don't either remember Mm -hmm. yeah tell us tell it for them yeah 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 
It's fuck. I, I, so, I hate it, but it needs to. be I know, told. I know. And so the guy who actually kind of reminded me of the um, the personality of Frida's boyfriend in the terms of talking really low, really tough, and all that, who was struggling through his presentation as well, you know, because he just wasn't outspoken, um, stopped his presentation and said, "Stop looking at me." Stop fucking looking at me, you faggot. Stop looking at me. And he went over to the individual and repeatedly punched him in his face. Oh and he gosh. lost his eye. He lost his right eye. Oh. Blood was all over the desk. Our white teacher just almost turned even more white and almost fell out. All of us were like stunned. Nobody could move, you know, and he just he just walked out the classroom and that was it. I think he was arrested or something like that. I don't know. But my whole what point grade is was this? I I was in tenth or eleventh. Oh my god. Like tenth or eleventh grade. And um God, and he and he had I been don't even, I know this is nervous laughter I know that is so fucked That's, up for exactly me. I I just, I'm angry I'm hurt yeah I feel so much that is so fu- exactly. But that's, and he was held back like a year or two, but anyway, oh so he was God. older than us. But yeah, that's but that's and Isn't you know, crazy? It's funny. He's probably gay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. exactly. That's, exactly. that's the first thing I thought about. It's exactly. like that article I just sent y'all like a couple of days ago where the girl talks about things she learned leaving Christianity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leaving yeah, church, yeah, yeah, the church, not yeah. Christianity. I mean, so leaving, I mean, leaving yeah. the church. No, because yeah. yeah. she is a Christian. There was a difference. So just, yeah, just, just to, I don't want to say that about her. Right. But one thing she said was she learned that. The sin that people preach against the most is probably the one that, that they're they, yep. exactly, yeah. and so that they speak out against the most is so it's so true. true. It's true. Yeah, I was bullied by a guy who I found out had a crush on me, mm-hmm. and I, but not mm-hmm. not not like that. Though. I mean, no, yeah, I guess yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not like not like that. Right? It was he. I, let me not say, but he more so harassed me. Yeah, and gave me like a hard time. Yeah, and at the time I was like, why does he keep coming for me? Yeah, and then I found out later on through Facebook, he was like, I had a crush on you, and I was like, That's so ridiculous. And it's myself because he was cute. Why? <laughs> it could have been something. Could have been, <laughs> been something. It could have been us. It could have been us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh man, That's... yeah. It's I, I'm one thing I'm grateful Gosh. to for my to my dad. If he's God, please, Dad. I hope you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> but um, oh my. please, Mom, Dad, stop! Don't right. don't do this all to right. yourself. But if if he is listening, one thing I'm grateful for, and you know, like we all can pick apart our parents yeah. and how they raise us, but yeah, my dad never told me boys don't cry. My yeah. dad never tried to discourage us because I remember when I was I remember when I was in college, mm-hmm. and one of my homeboys was shocked because mm-hmm. um my my I had paintings my paintings all through the house, and um. And uh, he came over to visit. Just it was like a friend, a friend gathering, and we were talking about how my brother Michael's in music and mm-hmm. Stephen draws and stuff like that, and how Marcus draws and writes. And he was like, "Your daddy never had a problem with like you doing music and he draws draws and stuff." Like then they all plays. He never thought, told you that was feminine. Mm. And I was like, I, "No, like it never occurred to me." Mm-hmm. Even when I was really young, I was a gymnast, and mm. and I was serious. It wasn't no like rinky dink thing. Like my parents put up a lot of money. I was training like hard to yeah. be to be a gymnast, and um com- competing and all all that stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. getting ready for like bigger and competitions and everything. Mm-hmm. Like with the goal being the Olympics at one point mm-hmm. in my life before I decided to do visual art. Right. But with that being said, my my dad. It never even occurred to me that it was a girly thing. Yeah. Nobody. Not yeah. my dad. Not my brothers. Mm. They rooted me on. Like no, that wasn't the kind of way. Right. We grew up. Yeah. Like, we didn't, we weren't told, like, now we did have, like, I'll give you something to cry about if you want, like, that kind of no, thing. Yeah, like, that's true. But, yeah, that, but, but as far as, like, crying over, like, emotions and stuff or expressing ourselves, that was never something we were discouraged against. Mm. And I'm really grateful because a lot of my friends, especially as I was getting older, because mm-hmm. I only had the one father I grew up with, right. I didn't know there was anything unusual about it till they would say, man, your dad doesn't have a problem with you drawing or with you singing. 
I'm like, what do you? <laughs> right. Why right. would you have a problem with me? Sick? Well, I definitely heard words like sissy. Oh, me too. Faggot. Uh, faggot. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. From from your dad? Not from my dad. Oh, okay, but you just mean just, just up. in okay. the household. Oh. oh, okay. When I was, well, I'm not saying who said it. Maybe not you. I'm just saying in the household, I've definitely heard those words. I definitely heard it too. And so you know, it was, it was something. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still think about that kind of stuff. I mean that. That has a very, well, you know, it's very impactful. It is. On, my, on my mom, it makes a difference. My yeah. mom, not, never my dad, but my mom was the one. Like, if me and Marcus were like arguing and stuff, because mm-hmm. me and Marcus were only two years apart, so we grew up always like, mm-hmm. you know, joined at the hip. And we, but we fought like dogs, which seems crazy to people because we insisted mm-hmm. on being around each other, even begging at one point to share a room, mm-hmm. even though we both had our own room. Right. But we begged to share, like, but we would fight like dogs. And anytime we start whining, my mom's like, I didn't raise no punks. I didn't raise no sissies. Yeah. My mom would be the one to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dad would never, but she was like, talking about how we would be whining. Like, mom, Marcus did, mom, Eric did a little, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so she didn't like yeah. that. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it's like, it's, it's kind of interwoven in the fact. I think yeah. for me, it, it was in junior high school that I learned from my peers mm-hmm. that guys were supposed to talk a certain way, walk a certain way, yeah. act a certain way, yeah. Yeah. and that I could not be free. But you know what's funny is, and I know people get mad at me for saying this, but one thing I'll give white people, like I tell y'all, when I would do like summer programs and other programs where I had to be around white people, mm-hmm. I always felt this immense sense of relief because mm-hmm. they didn't care. Yeah. Like a lot of times they didn't care. They, they didn't want to be my friend either necessarily, depending right. on where. But they, it was just that was it didn't exist. Yeah. Like, right. Like even 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 the dances at my schools. Yeah. They had it had to be rap. Oh, it Lord. had to be. It had dances. to be bounce. It had to be bounce on that stick. It had to be fuck you. you bitch. But when I went to like a white dance for the first time, I was like, oh wow. What a variety of music! Exactly, <laughs> that's so what? real. Wow, and and everybody's dancing, right? And they don't care about how silly they look. Like at the black dances I went to, people standing on the walls. Yeah, standing if you were a dude, you didn't dance unless you could mm. dance your fucking ass off. Right, yep. and then you, then and only then could you dance without yeah, right. getting like whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, but you didn't really do, you didn't do anything to kind of risk. Like masculine, black masculinity is so fragile. It is very fragile. Last time we talked about white fragility, let's talk about that black masculinity. People, people was like, let's play basketball, football. I ain't want to oh, play none of sports. But give me, give Just, me archery. Give me listen. ping pong. Give me uh, uh, badminton. Give me ten, uh, whatever. I play all that other shit. But I, I did not that play. At black high school, I didn't either. I, I could run. Right, exactly. Give me, give me I used to Not envy, then at least. I, I envied my white friends and the friends who went to white schools because they had soccer, they had lacrosse, they had gymnastics, they had tennis. At black school, you had basketball and football. And if you didn't do those, already you got 10 points deducted yeah. exactly. from your man score. Exactly. But I can say that my middle school mm-hmm. and my high mm-hmm. school, uh, neither, the, neither of them had like official sports teams mm-hmm. in terms of like basketball, football, and right. whatnot. We did. So, but we had a, a plethora of like sports yeah but not an official sports team mm-hmm. so i i actually kind of like that because i didn't feel that pressure to have of to, having to know. play basketball or football because i knew i didn't yeah. want to play and i couldn't so right. yeah i used to dread um football i could kind of get away because i was fast yeah. and i could just run and like yeah. act like i'm about to catch a ball <laughs> but basketball y'all my the ball could i wasn't find the coordinated hoop. enough it was so <laughs> I embarrassing i was not coordinated enough to play and, and i remember one time the coach <sighs> The coach told me just to stand down at the other end so the players could throw me the ball. And one time they threw me the basketball and I still missed it. And I had all that time to like prepare myself. It was so embarrassing, y'all. My childhood was so hard. 
I just, oh, I've I never enjoyed the sport. It. Like I just, I, am, <laughs> I commend anybody who can play because I just, I can't. I'm just dying here using my childhood so hard. <laughs> I, I get it. It was terrible. But I, no, I, 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 I understand. I that. Think it's, it's so funny because I know you're joking, but it's also kind of real. Though. It is yes. kind of real because, because yeah. I understand. Because the thing that's so funny to me is that this is a funny mm. thing. I'm I don't say athletically gifted, but sports ball is easy for me. Yeah. It just bored me to tears. Yeah, like I was always one of the first people to pick when I. When I when I played football, when I played basketball, mm-hmm. I get picked. I yeah. play. I'd be pretty good. But God, I hated it. Yeah. It was so boring. Yeah. And when I stopped playing, I was harassed so exactly. Much. Yeah. Like Arsenal, how come you on? Arsenal, I'd rather be drawing. Yeah, I'd rather be singing. Like mm-hmm. it got to the point. By the time I was like fourteen. PE was my time to sing with my friends mm-hmm. or to draw in my sketchbook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just didn't. I just didn't want to. I hated that. I hated this idea that I, because I was a black boy, I had to yes, do it. Exactly. And yes. I was like, what the fuck? Like, That's a problem. Come yep, on. Like, but when I would hang with my white friends and some mm-hmm. people, some people would play sports if they wanted to. And if you didn't, okay. Like you weren't judged for it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and I'm not saying that there's no social hierarchy in white high school. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just well, that. White quarterbacks in football. Please, yeah. But, it, yeah. but it's, it's jocks. It's jocks. U- but it's uber exaggerated for black folks. It yes, is. it is. It's on 10. It it's on, on 10. 10. Yeah. Like, it's all the way it's turned up. Like, mm. it's just, but, but what do you do? do about like like i'll tell you this i had a um an interview today like i mentioned um uh to you guys already with a with the television producer mm-hmm. for for a show um and what's interesting is that he asked me some questions about my personal life which mm-hmm. like i shared with you guys earlier it caught me off guard right because this show is a reality show for a major cable network and they want me as a vocal coach mm. so i thought okay you want to know about me as a vocal coach and their whole mentality was no we know you're a great vocal coach. We want to know about you as a person. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I, my sexuality came up mm-hmm. because they were talking about all the chicks I must get. Mm. And I and I volunteered. Right. And the thing is, I volunteered very freely um, that, nah, well, that chicks aren't really my thing. I'm right. gay. I'm gay, mm-hmm. excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's so funny is I thought to myself later on, I was like, you know, I felt so comfortable saying that because the guy who was talking to me was white. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know for me, had he been black, would I have not said it? I'm not saying that, but I would have thought twice about it. Hesitant, right. Yeah. With a white person, I'm like, yeah, so I'm gay. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. It, it, there was no hesitation. Right. And even with some of my white students, I don't have any reservations about mentioning it. Mm-hmm. But with black people, I'll still say it, but I'm always like, mm, what's what's about mm-hmm. to happen now? Because I know Let that for black people, ready. Yeah. exactly, it's a whole... It's a, it's a it's different a, it's dynamic. A yeah. Oh hell yeah. yes, it is, yeah. and it's sometimes a dangerous. One. And just yes. just like the person whose question you had, I've had to t- I've had black students where I've had to tell them, look, I'm not into you. Yeah. Also, have you seen me? Right. <laughs> have you seen you? Right. Nah, man. Right. I'm gay. Gosh. It doesn't mean I don't have standards. Exactly. Like, exactly. like no, that's real. Like dude, thinking somebody dude, wants that's you. Why somebody you, wants you. Are you straight men? Like. Right. Who thinks somebody wants you, baby? Ain't nobody looking at you. I'm like, dude, at you. Like, dude, if you was the gayest thing since gay came to gay town, right? You don't nobody want you, <laughs> right? Look at look at what a dude. You wish <laughs> you you you. They'd be I, like, nah, man, I don't, I don't swing. I mean, you is cool if you are. But I don't swing that way. Okay, yeah. I, that's that's great. I wasn't I, looking I, at you. Nobody anyway. say short to swing my what, way. What's so, fun, what's so funny? Yeah, right. is, <laughs> what's so funny is what's what's so funny and I what's so funny is. <laughs> I got, I've, and I'm going to be all the way real because I know he don't listen to podcasts. 
I done told my oldest brother this. Mm-hmm. I done told another friend of mine who I'm not going to put him on blast like that because I, I think he learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. I have I have a friend and my older brother who are straight, and they're about 40s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. And they, to make a long story short, kind of were talking to me because they know about, they know I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And they were asking, they were saying like, you know, I feel, why do gay guys come after straight guys and da 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 And I was like, pause Mm -mm. i was like they don't like look (laughs) like look i love you Mm -hmm. brother but have you seen what gay black 44 year old (laughs) versus straight like now now have you seen like let me show you some pictures of what dudes i know right look like in their 40s right Mm -hmm. those are abs those are muscles right. you see the chisel jawline <laughs> you see the grooming the glowing like these person worry about macros and shit right you know right. what i mean like these, right. were, these people be low carb for life all right these people be like gym every day like you you couldn't even couldn't even <laughs> you'd have to go through a rigorous process of transformation in order to be eligible exactly so <laughs> Yeah, like the way you and talk, even then the personality and the way I broke it down to, to them, I was right, like, "Look, y'all, exactly. the, the way y'all go on and on about scrutinizing women, because you know, straight dudes will look ugly. Not that my brother's ugly, but straight yeah. dudes could be ugly as fuck and will break down women. I yes. know exactly. You know, like yes. talk about who's hot, who's got this, who needs to fix this. And That's that. why I say I hate the barbershop. And, and oh, exactly, God. yeah. And, but I but the thing is, the but barbershop. I told I Me told too. them both like dudes are dudes regardless of sexual orientation, either. and just like y'all superficial as fuck, gay dudes are too. Yeah. They would never want y'all. Right. Not when they could have a me or a Demarcus <laughs> or a Michael. <laughs> Come on. Come on, son. Nah, man. Do you even live? No, I'm just like, <laughs> but, but, nah, oh, that is man. so funny. Because you know, straight dudes mm, tend to real. let themselves go at a certain day. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm related to mostly <laughs> straight do. dudes. I'm just saying, like, not all, not everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, compared to the average gay dude, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, go standard. go to like a house party where it's gay dudes age 20 to 50 mm-hmm. go to like some <laughs> other straight event i don't know a baseball game with his dudes 20 to 50 right not that gay dudes don't go to sporting events but i'm just saying oh, if, no, you, no, no, if, no. You, yeah, if yeah. you happen to see a section where it's exclusively straight dudes somehow right. 20 to 50 for straight versus gay it's just a different it, look. It's a it difference. is it so is and to be honest i'm suspicious any dude i meet who's like Mm-hmm. And I said this before in the podcast. If you like forty five, mm-hmm. but your body is like what? If you and you look young as fuck, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. and you single? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you you automatically no suspect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, you fine as hell, and you how old? You you fifty? Oh, <laughs> no wife, no girlfriend, huh? You divorced? Okay. No, and you just never. Remember, you look like that, right? And okay. you have and you have that job, mm-hmm. and you fifty though, yeah. And you got a big old house to yourself. Nah, man, you get like I'm, I'm immediately suspicious when a dude is older and just like fine as hell. I'm that yeah. reminds suspicious. me of someone that we follow. I ain't gonna say his name though. No. On Instagram, I'm just seeing his pictures. The real swole, uh, muscular guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. with with like some of the gray and yeah, um, exactly gray and his beard oh. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, you too fine for your age. Like, <laughs> no, no straight dude your age is that fine unless. They're a professional athlete, yeah, or unless they're a bodybuilder, because mm-hmm. there are older brackets of bodybuilding. Yeah, but um, I'm like, if especially when dudes are like, I'm just keeping fit for me. Mm. No, no, I don't believe you. Okay. No, sorry, no. <laughs> whatever. No, 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 no. no, 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 no,
We know the truth. Yeah. All right. So, I think we can probably end on one more. We've been over an hour now. It's oh been, it's yeah, been, we it's just been good though. Been ranty. I, no, it's been good though. I guess we can kind of end on um. Oh. This. This will be quick though. <laughs> yeah, we can make <laughs> what, it quick. What was it? Oh. This video I forgot about, about this, it to this be mother honest. and daughter. I mean, if you want to, we can just skip it. <sighs> y'all, I know y'all saw the video. Okay, At least m- most of y'all probably have. I feel like it kind of taps. It kind of is a continuation of what we've been talking about. Yeah, it, it is. is. So there was a recent video of a parent who decided to discipline her child on Facebook Live. Black mother, black daughter. Black mother, black daughter. Because the girl apparently either had somebody in the house. The girl says she didn't have anyone in the house. But mother says she had some a, a guy in their house. They took pictures together where they were both in towels or whatever. So she decided, she decided to pretty much just beat this child. And with by her face, hands, she, right, like slapping her slapping, in the face, hitting her hitting with her, her. fist, like her clothes fist. Too. Yeah, yeah. To say, yeah. Um, it was all recorded. Many times. It was like a five-minute video. Did she kick her a couple times? I, she may. I don't want to make it up, but I feel like she... I don't she, know if she She was doing a lot, I, I know she, she was doing so much that the girl shielded herself and she put her leg, leg up. Lifted. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Because I think she was hitting her. The video was just absolutely revolting. It was... I'm going to do a quick rewind. One thing that... And people get mad when I say this, but... I feel like I I can't be reductive. I can't just say this is just all it is. So my point is people have mentioned about black cops hurting other blacks. Mm-hmm. I've I've experienced that firsthand. Yeah. I think that a lot of black people have bias against other that there are black people who are self-hating, but there are also black people who know that African American culture is a hyper masculine, hyper aggressive mm-hmm. culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Point blank period mm. anybody who says otherwise doesn't mean that it's you doesn't mean that it's me me you or you yeah. or you listening but come on if you grew up in america around mm-hmm. black folk and you have and you take offense to what i'm saying you just lying to yourself mm-hmm. yep. it just is what it is i done been all over u.s black folk everywhere have this issue on mass mm-hmm. again there are obvious exceptions i'm not saying it's every single one of us right but we just have that hyper aggressive and i'm not saying that it warrants us being shot and killed but i'm saying that mm-hmm. i think that it is a factor in how we are perceived mm-hmm. that even black cops have their guard extra up because they mm-hmm. know that we're more inclined not that white people don't beat their kids right but we they we, do. we celebrate <laughs> they do. but they we do. celebrate it right yeah. exactly obviously we celebrate mm-hmm. it and that's mm-hmm. the difference like we revel in it we have world star hip-hop is there a white version of it that's my whole mm-hmm. thing i think the thing that surprised me the most about this and i think you mentioned yeah. this too is the mm-hmm. fact that when looking through the comments it was literally like 50 50 yeah, yeah. Like, there people are people who it. really believe that that shit was okay because they you're keep, close they fist com- punching your daughter they're coming like, up on, on the whole now. spoil the ride what is it spoil the ride, spoil the ride. Spoil the ride. that's your fist you're know, punching this girl right. like come on and my thing is no i definitely got beat not like that not like that no i think not like that but I'm even okay in the moment. Yes, I was terrified, and yes, it made me stop like for a day. But those beatings didn't really like like stop behavior per se. Like, can no. we get other ways to help change? I tell you what, it does build is resentment and yes, distrust. Yes, it does. Absolutely, yes, it, it does. Sure does. And I, I know that my younger brother growing up, my dad did him a lot and just being real, like as far right. as like disciplinary, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he just I watched him get angrier and angrier, angrier and angrier. Yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't. And what's funny is at one point, like one thing I tell I it was funny, I just had a conversation with Jared, mm-hmm. the vocal coach on um, the Jared? Air Pro the other day. What's up? Yo, Jared. <laughs> I was having a conversation with Jared about how 
one of the reasons why mm-hmm. I think other vocal coaches suck, not yeah. all, yeah. but why so many, because he, he named some, we named some specific ones, is because some people refuse to acknowledge when something is just not working. working. Right. They buy into an ideology yeah. or a theory and refuse to acknowledge the results or the lack of results. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I told him one thing that's really helped me is that I've never been afraid to be like, you know what? I thought that was it, but it's not working. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when the results are clearly showing you. Like one thing I just even as a kid, I remember thinking, mm-hmm. clearly beating Marcus's ass is not changing nothing. None. But you're gonna keep doing it. You're gonna keep doing it. And I the quiet as it's kept, I think a lot of black parents in the name of discipline are just relieving the stress of the day on the That's exa- they exactly what's happening. Did I, I, remember, I, was, I, was, I expect y'all to agree so hard. No, Damn. because y'all we've been there. We've been there. Yes, we have. Because I, I specifically remember a time mm, when my mom it, came it, home. That's going to have to be a clip on Instagram. <laughs> I got my ass beat and it was, I was literally no reason. Mm. There was no reason for it whatsoever. Mm. I think a lot of black no parents, reason. and I'm and I'm sure it's the same for white, but I never had no white parents, so I'm just saying. But I just from me and my friends, and apparently y'all too. Yeah. I think a lot of times, just from the stress of the day, and I think that our culture mm. and our religious perspective, and how and how Christianity, mm. how black Christianity is so intermeshed within mm. African American culture. Yeah. I think it gave black parents license to abuse their children yep. in yeah. the name of discipline. And what I've learned yep. is that people have an uncanny ability to lie to themselves. And mm-hmm. what I've told, I've actually had this conversation with my boyfriend a lot recently. I was like, even people who love you can do you wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. People, because people yes. who love you are still human people. That's yep. true. And That's human right. people can still do fucked up things. Yeah. And That's again, because right. people are complex. Mm-hmm. And you know, me and me and you, Michael, told this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's very, I don't think anybody has pure motivations most time for almost anything right it's very possible to love someone mm-hmm. but to still have some selfish motivations Definitely. and then there's the part of your ego that has to rationalize and wants to make you a good person so you tell yourself i'm doing this for demarcus's benefit right, right. i'm doing this for michael's own benefit i'm doing this for eric's benefit this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me no motherfucker the end of the belt buckle is hitting my ass right, right now right. Right. it's hurting me a lot more than it's hurting and you and your damn yeah. fist in my face and then to <laughs> then to try to alleviate some of your guilt you offer to take me out for something after but you know I don't right. want to do that. You ever right. had like the, the post right. whip talk? Yes, yes. And maybe like they buy you something. Maybe you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I love you, but mm-hmm. like, especially <laughs> I, I had times with getting whipped when I was a real young, especially Marcus too. We'd be whipped before they even knew what was up. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be right. wrong. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Y'all got the nerve to not even be right sometimes. I know. Like, it, and then I, I see, <laughs> I think it's a big part of why, like, I'm going to tell you this, and this is going to sound racist as fuck. I'm like, they're going to be like, damn, Eric, are you Stacey Dash or are you Malcolm mm-hmm. X? Like, choose one. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing I, I know from teaching kids so much, mm-hmm. white kids are definitely more articulate at a young age in general than black kids. Yeah. In general. I've, def- I've met some articulate black kids. But in general, I think it's because, and we make fun of the way white people raise their kids and yeah they be shooting up schools and shit mm-hmm. yes they do but i'm thinking maybe you can find a happy medium <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but white kids are talked to more and mm-hmm. i know black people scoff at it because like you talking to that kid like he's an adult no. but white kids learn to use their words more at a younger mm-hmm. age and they learn that me expressing myself is not gonna automatically get me slapped in the face or punched. right because it exactly. will be just slapped in the face because you're talking back exactly but in black families and if you be sounding kids smart, are not allowed to have a voice you sure can and nope. also you don't lower yourself quote unquote to speak to, to a child, child right. in an intelligent way exactly and i think that that also adds to the hyper masculinity mm-hmm. to the anger i think th- i think black people in general are angry people mm-hmm. and i think we have a lot mm-hmm. of built-in anger that we're not allowed to express because mm-hmm. one thing y'all know from what the job i do again every day i help people 
a big part of my job is getting people to face the issues that they're plagued by face that face they swear it. they're not plagued by right. yeah so i know what unrealized what unfelt feelings look like unfelt mm-hmm. feelings poison the body muscularly yep. chemically it mm-hmm. acidifies the body it it ruins circulation it affects mood it affects chemicals and everything leads to depression all kind of stuff mm-hmm. on a physical to emotional to mental level mm-hmm. and if you're not allowed to feel your feelings it's poison yep and i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of black men and women we're taught that it is not okay to feel mm-hmm. and that you have to instead armor up and man up to me man up means repress man up means don't feel yeah man up means ignore and it doesn't go away it mm-hmm. just gets pushed down and it becomes debris in your body that pollutes and causes problems down the line it does it does and something that you said earlier made me think about the video again um, two things really fast. The whole celebration aspect or celebratory aspect. She was proud. She was very proud. She, she said, "Make this go viral." Yes. and and that that disgusted me. She's like, "Make she this go viral." She did not expect to be met with much criticism. Exactly, exactly. And then on top she was of that, bragging. Right. Yep. And we were talking about how sometimes it's the parent taking it out. One thing, taking it out on the child. One thing that she kept saying, a common theme in her her abuse or whatever we want to call it, you is. I know, right? Exactly. You're you're embarrassing me. You know, you're making me look bad. You know, and that's like that was her big concern. But, y'all you're gonna make it look like I'm not doing my job. Exactly. But what but about is it about you or is it about the child? Like, are you trying to help the child for her potentially dangerous behavior, or are you just embarrassed that your child was doing this and now you gonna look bad? You know and what I mean? Some booty but shorts. then, but when I look, no, here's the Eric. I looked through her pictures. I looked through that kid's pictures, and I looked at the videos of the little girl, the the daughter. I guess daughter. who was behind the phone. Yeah absolutely fucking ridiculous the way that this where'd you learn to be a thought i learned it from you okay i learned learned from from the best because this little girl i was like is this little girl twerk like she had to be like six years old right and then and then when you get upset little bitty ass shorts twerking on video but then they want to get upset when you know i learned from the best I learned from you. I learned from the best. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it's it's funny how oblivious people are. Like they <laughs> say one that's that's parents in general, I think. But it is. It's embarrassing. I, yeah, I understand her wanted to do something to kind of, you know change. She stop recording young. y'all whooping y'all kids' asses. I Just know. stop. But you know, a lot of people is like, "Well, that's how I was raising it. Set me straight." I'm like, "Yeah," and now, and now you the now you the manager of Dollar of Dollar Mart. (laughs) (laughs) Got you all the way together. But you know what? (laughs) I would even if I knew them well enough, I would challenge them. Oh, it really got you straight. Did it really? Are you just reminiscing about your childhood? Like, sure. When I had my third kid at 18, right? I knew better. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I was like, "Let me take care of mine." Right. And that's because I was with like some mm-hmm. people be so full of like whatever they and are. they just be so and like that's why you can't have a relationship. Right. That's why you don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. That's why you angry and quick to pop off. Right. Because you were taught like so no it didn't get your ass together. Mm-hmm. It, it turned you into a monster. It passed on. A What's monster. funny is to me people monster. black folk will fight to defend the fucking curse. Like people will fight to the yep. well, not just black folk because white people do it too. They but do. people will fight to defend the curse. Like mm-hmm. yep. we will fight to defend that shit. Yeah. And like we be but the thing is, I swear, I know like like you and I both talked about it 
uh, Demarcus said it was really was kind of fifty fifty as far as because there were a lot of people reprimanding her, yeah, yeah. And, and being like this is wrong. But I feel like black people in general, there's like a there's like a pride we they carry. Like that, like, yeah, oh, like we, I will ass. beat that That's ass. Beat I got that my ass. I got my ass beat. Mm-hmm. And it's like what's so funny is white people taught us that. Yeah. Exactly. Beat the fuck out of us, and meanwhile, they're giving their kids timeouts and cookies and shit. And Trevor, uh, I told you sit down. down. It's not the way we talk. Don't hit mommy in the face. And they they treat each other all kind of kindness and shit. (laughs) Maybe maybe to a fault. That's right. Because you you know, some white kids. Shut up, Beth. Shut up, Liddy. Fucking Mrs. Doubtfire. Shut up, Liddy. Oh god! That reminds me of that that kid, that little white boy who slapped his mom in the face when. He, he, oh yeah, he was getting that therapy and kept slapping her in the face. Listen, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that, I that little something. pudgy kid. Now see, oh my let god. me tell you something. And that boy looks so slappable, right? <laughs> I would have fucked him up. Well, see, you see, that's me being black. Yeah, exactly. me. <laughs> I need to heal. But see, <laughs> that's a little, that's a little different. I know, Cause he's, no, physically, yeah, cause he, he's physically he's physically abusing his mom. Ain't no way my child gonna slap me in the face. <laughs> and that boy, that little thick, that little chubby, I would have slapped. Whoa. I was. He been been rolling on that. Floor. I would have slapped him. He skinny. said, "Shut up. Right. Let me speak." Right. <laughs> I wish some. I wish. Oh my gosh. I wish. Mm. I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish you know what kind of wood this is? This is I wish a bitch would. Right. <laughs> I wish a wigger would. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be. Uh-uh, nah, nah. one time. Okay. Yeah, there has to be a happy There's medium. There's a time and place for everything. There has to be, like, I'm not saying, I don't know if you have to necessarily hit a child. The mm-hmm. thing is, growing up for me, I remember even as a child thinking, mm. I don't think I ever needed to be hit. To be honest, to turn out to be I don't the think person I, I am not, now. Yeah. I, My brother did, but not And me. the thing no. is, well, <laughs> but what I, for real, the thing is, now I was hit, and like I told y'all earlier, yeah. at a young age, I stopped because I, I was kind of, when you have three brothers who keep fucking up, I know, you kind of learn. learn what to yeah. avoid. Exactly. So I was like, mm, okay. We doing that no more. <laughs> right, right. I feel like Marcus kept going forward, setting off all the landmines. So I was like, okay, I, I just... He keeps setting off all these claymores. I'm just going to walk around them. Right. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, don't track don't, mud don't, through don't. the car, you know. Yeah. But, um... But even the times that I was hit, I didn't feel like I needed to be to understand. Yeah. Like, I felt like you could talk... That's to this day... I don't do boot camps. Yeah. What I mean is, like, I know I have I have friends who go to these like fitness boot camps. Where they're like, give me fat thing, push ups, dude. You know you mac it, da, da, da. and they be yelled at. And they have mm-hmm. trainers who like, you don't even do that shit. You don't. And they would, like yell at them. Yeah, exactly. I don't need that kind of training. That doesn't work yeah, for me. Just talk to me. Right. No. Just tell me. Just talk to me. Talk yeah. to me like a. And human. I think I actually yeah. specifically remember telling my mom that once. Yeah. I was crying, but I was angry, and I yeah, was like, like, I don't, I don't need just yelling at me. Talk to me. Right. Like, I don't like, want any of that other. You can talk to me. I even have vocal coaches who feel like. And like I'm like no, you had a ten. Let's take it down to like right. a four. Right. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the kind of person like hey you could just let's just have a conversation. Conversation. Cause um, cause I can be black too if you won't push it. Right. But you know right. you don't want I'd me rather to respond. Not. I'd rather no, not. not. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. The white part of me is really keeping me in check. Mm-hmm. But that part's also evil. I don't want to shoot up everything. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll just destroy your soul right. with like an elaborate plan. Right. But anyway, <laughs> you know, <'cause> <laughs> black people do, 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 we react like in the moment. White yeah. people go and like plot to right. like make you suffer, then mm, eat your body. Okay. Nobody mm. will ever see you again, you know? <laughs> I destroyed Buddy Epson's credit rating. <laughs> Why'd you do that? He knows why. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to salt the earth so nothing would grow again? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like just just extra just extra, extra. stuff. But um extra, extra. Yeah, I, I really do think that by doing stuff like what we do now, we can help to empower mm-hmm. um people. Especially to me, hyper masculinity is worse nowhere else than in the gay community. Not 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 yeah, with the bloods oh and the crits, with gays. Yeah. I think the hyper masculine mask for mask is the worst because because in the in in the in the black DL gate, you could they could be anything. They they be bloods, crips, football players, police officers, yeah. doctors, yeah. whatever. You could be from every mm. inch of the you know, they're in prison, they're in politics, they're wherever. Mm-hmm. And so um sometimes they probably need to be switched around. The point is yeah. um yeah. but the like it's just the hyper masculinity in the gay community is just super bad. It's so like it's part of the reason why it I is. love that we do this podcast. Yeah. So that because I feel like we're just us mm-hmm. yeah. and you get to hear us being stupid yeah you get to hear us like i don't feel like i have to be like yeah whoa yeah you know you were listening this to is the damn pocket you know? my name is storm yo what's up yo? <laughs> and I'm, one the last thing i'm gonna say <laughs> is what i used to hate when i was dating especially when i used like <laughs> websites before apps were like a thing i used like adam for adam or something mm-hmm. and you uh, talk to a dude yes and, or let's Eric, say y'all exchange yes. phone numbers and you yeah so hey um, what's, what's going up? on so, yeah, so, 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 yeah. where you live dog. my rule so, on, i'm gonna give you my old rule then and my new rule now so my old rule then was <laughs> i had to wait <laughs> yeah, to right. hear them address somebody <laughs> in the background because wait <laughs> right because that's the real because when you hear them talk to their sister their mother their roommate like they'd be like yeah so boy don't be like you <laughs> ate the last one right i was gonna eat that right and then you get to hear the real voice yes and mm-hmm. also these days, I'm gonna I'm tell y'all on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to told you everybody got a phone that lets you shoot video. Mm-hmm. If somebody keeps shooting videos and you never hear them talk, never. They're trying to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to hide. And the thing is, I don't. Are they voice fishing? They're voice. They're they voice fish. You better voice fish. They voice fish. You because they they might. Their picture might look like, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's up? But um, when you hear that, it's like, yoo-hoo! Hey, what's yeah, and going the thing on? Is, not, you know, it's funny. And here we are promoting. We're, we're promoting. Um, yes, we are. We're yes. promoting the the, uh, the yes. stigmatization of Help effeminate black yes, females. My, my point, I just like, when you don't trick me. Yeah, right. just be, yeah. Like, just, yeah. Just, just be like, hey, what's up? Because, you know, a lot. what <laughs> yeah. I've learned is... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to be whatever, but that was funny. Hey, what's up? Yeah. What, I, what, I, what I've learned, I see what you're saying though. What I've learned is, and I'm not gonna name any names. It's, yeah. And it's not the people in this room, so it's not even like a subtle past progressive shade. Right. I have friends that I've learned who I have friends who you would consider to be very, very masculine yeah. Yeah. by societal terms, but they prefer a very flamboyantly gay, feminine. Yeah, I have one dude. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say his name he really surprised me because he brought his dude to a party proudly mm-hmm. he's very like yo what's up homie da, 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 da. and i was like and we were talking and I was like man i'm kind of surprised like your mm-hmm. taste is not what i thought it was gonna be he's like yeah. mm-hmm. he's like i like a little sweetness in my dude and i was like hey, come on you know, like hey do you do you i remember the first time too. I, right. visit, I visited one of my <laughs> homeboys in atlanta a while back mm-hmm. and um He's another guy who you would consider very guy next door yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And like the epitome of masculinity in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And I met his boyfriend. And he came in some like star spangled booty shorts. Like it was just hey. it, it was just some sequined <laughs> right. out yeah. glittery ass booty shorts with like a little sweater that like zipped across like Oh wow, okay. And, and he and with his like he's like boop, you know, a face full of makeup. Like know? Hollywood. Hey. And 
And my dude kind of got all. Sh- I mean, not not my dude, but my my homeboy got kind of got sheepish. Like, but this this is you know this is Daquan or whatever, um or you know Delante or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we don't know no Daquans or Delantes. It's all good. I know we do, but we, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> but we weren't we weren't talking about like, you. I know like forty. Yeah. Now, now if you happen to be listening to in your yeah, name yeah, is Daquan yeah. or Delante, like I'm I'm I really just threw those names out there. Yeah. But um, yeah, but. I was like, okay, cool, but I've really been surprised at how many dudes mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. who really prefer. Because you yeah. always hear about no fats, no fans, no fats, no yeah, fans. Yeah, mask for mask. I know a lot of like attractive, very masculine dudes who want, who specifically want mm-hmm. a feminine guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they want. Right. So, hey, I mean, to each his own. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Find what you want and roll with it. Mm-hmm. Roll with it. Roll with it. Roll with it. Yes. Yeah, leave me with that extra. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, y'all hit us back. Let us know what y'all think about all of that. There's so us much. Know. Let us know. Let us know, y'all. <laughs> yes. Um, there's so much we talked about. I can't even like recap because there's just so much. They know what we talk about. Yeah, yeah. Take notes as you go. Take notes oh, as you well, go. Oh well, actually, you're now. not gonna hear anything. <laughs> Listen again and, and tell us. But Sorry. keep keep hitting us up on social media, on whether it's YouTube, Instagram, DM, Facebook. Um, you can even leave comments on iTunes for you, those of you who are listening there, and on SoundCloud. Let mm-hmm, us know what you wanted mm-hmm. to talk about for the next podcast, and we'll do that. And if we happen to skip over any questions please forgive us and we will get back to it in the next one that's right so we out of here peace